Hey guys, welcome, welcome, welcome back to the Lab Podcast. We are back, man. Um, I've been under the weather, man. I've been sick. Hopefully, you guys can probably hear a little bit of my voice, man. Um, I've been down for a couple of days now. Um, it's not COVID. I took COVID test. It's not that. So, my kids just brought home something to me, man. So, um, my voice is a little gone. <laughs> but uh, we got an amazing, uh, an amazing interview today with my boy Anthony Best. Me and him went to high school together, man. I can't wait. We talk about relationships, uh, mental health. Um, things we've learned from past relationships, uh, things we, you know, our expectations for things moving forward. Uh, so many different topics, man. We talked about so many different great things. So I can't wait um, for you guys to hear it. As always, man, wherever you are, this Apple, Spotify, Google, iHeartRadio, like, follow, subscribe, leave a comment, uh, hit the lab up on Instagram at the lab podcast SD. Um, but that's enough, man. Let's jump right back into it, man. We got the interview here, my boy Best. Um, it's going to be really, really dope, man. I hope you guys enjoy it. As always, man, let me know what you guys think. And I will see you guys on the flip side. Are we back? Yep, there we go. All, All right. The app will keep it open like this? Uh, It should. Yep. See, when I have the app, I don't have to do anything besides just record when I'm in the app. So, yep. Should All be right, good. cool. My bad, right. man. I know you're good, bro. I know it, it happens, it's happened almost every time. <laughs> every time. <laughs> At least it, and every time I record it. So, it's cool, bro. No worries. Let me finish this and we'll jump back into it. Uh. I don't understand why you know they have like the focus thing and then like do you want people to uh to bother you during that time? Uh no, no one's allowed to bother me during that time. All right. <laughs> All right. Let's get back into it. All right, uh so where we left off. So we're, again, let's start back over again where you were. Um just <clears throat> excuse me. Give everybody a little um background on on what you want us to know before we get started. Um yeah, so uh so like I was saying before I so rudely interrupted us. Um like I said, we went to school for a couple of years together. Haven't seen each other since. Um, I caught your podcast. I love the idea. I think it couldn't be more important to start talking about, you know, our mentals, our relationships, you know, things we're not really discussing with other people because we don't know how to. Um, I dig it, man. Um, about myself. Yeah, just um, like a, a little bio. So, if, for instance, if you were making a, I don't know, uh, if you're on a dating site, which I know you're not, if you're on a dating site, you play like a little bio, something about everyone to know about you, just w- what would be in there? <laughs> uh, uh, let, let's see. Uh, Michigan transplant living in Baltimore. Uh, not really sure where the wind's taking me here. Uh, working on a business of my own um, and very much still figuring all of it out. I, uh, Yeah, as you can tell, my dating app profiles aren't uh, spectacular either, so. I think 99% of people's aren't, so don't worry about it, bro. But trust me. I've been on there. They're terrible. Yeah, <laughs> but, um, you ain't lying. <laughs> all right. Dope, dope, dope. All right, man. So uh, let me actually be a good host here and actually get the questions I sent to you. Oh, that would probably, <laughs> that would probably be a good thing to do. All right, man. So first, um, just give me, you know, just give us your best. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I switched it up. Um, if you could fix one thing in the dating world or in the relationship world, you think that's kind of just glaring out there, uh, what would be that one thing that you would change or want to work? All right. So, so in a fantasy world, uh, if you're if you're dating seriously, if you're really looking for somebody, I think that every first date should be a high stress, uncomfortable situation because, I mean, really, what are you doing if you're just exchanging pleasantries and small talk and whatnot? I mean, you got to see somebody at their uh, at their very worst to really know, you know. Who you're dealing with and what you uh what you got going on together what your chemistry is like how you work through things together i mean that would have saved uh, a, a lot of time in my life if you know kind of just cut to the chase and got to see the 
that's interesting. So, like, so give me an example. Like, what's something you think that people should do, or something that will get people out of that little comfort zone, or whatever that you know little feeling you want them to get out of to get to show who they are. <laughs> um, first date, you're in the car. Don't fill up your gas tank. Just see what happens. You know, you're driving, you run out of gas. See how they respond. Uh, now, I don't think it'd go over very well. I'm pretty sure you wouldn't get the second date, but at least you kind of know what the person's all about. I don't really, I don't really think it's like a feasible approach. I don't think you can possibly get into a, a situation with somebody and end up in such a bad circumstance like that, that, uh, you know, you get to see those kind of things right away. Um, so a real fix, a real fix for the dating world, uh, getting able to set expectations up front. Mm. Um, and, I, and I think we all talk about it and I think we all you know, like the idea of it, but the reality of telling somebody you know, I don't want this. I do want this. I have these standards and these are the things that are important to me. I mean, you're, you're probably more concerned about, you know, kicking out half of your audience uh, in the first 10 minutes and less worried about getting somebody compatible with you. So 100%. But I get what you're saying. You kind of, you kind of saying you want people to kind of get you. I mean, everything's great when you start dating. Right? I think this is kind of what I'm, I've been kind of getting at with what I've been talking about recording because <clears throat> man, what's on my voice tonight? Here we go. So, um, you know, like people are always trying to put on a certain show for who they are. You know what I mean? Until you actually get into, oh, hold on, let me drink some water. This is awful. Do yeah, I sound as bad as I sound? <laughs> a, little, a little gurgle. You're not bad though. What's going on? <clears throat> ah, all right, here we go. Hope you guys better <clears throat> let you talk and fix it. But anyway, um, because <clears throat> that's not fixing it. Uh, so here's what I would say. Like we're saying, you got to get people to be uncomfortable because that's what long-term relationships are. You know what I mean? They're not something comfortable. So whatever you can do to get someone to show you how they're really going to be when things get tough, I mean, because that's what you're really looking for. You're looking for someone when things are always going to be great. You want to be with someone when things are going to be difficult at the same time. All right, and like you're saying, you're always putting your best foot forward. You're always giving somebody the, you know, 99% you as much as you can. And you're not going to you're not going to show your cracks, you know, early on. You're not going to show your deficits, show your weaknesses, show your vulnerabilities. I mean, that's that's going to scare somebody off theoretically. So it, you work to hide that stuff, you know. Right, right. And I think that's why I've, I've been trying to get my stuff out there. I mean, with as little as I can, you know, I'm not being a a, you know, a Debbie Downer, but I've been trying to get my stuff out there, you know, always up front. I got kids, I have this, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. So we have no confusion, you know, on what I'm trying to do. So 100%, I, I appreciate that. Okay. All right. Um, all right, man. So let's give us your best dating slash relationship story that you got for us. Um, uh, so I'll be real with you. My, uh, my dating, I was a relationship person up until my mid twenties. And then I was very much not a relationship person and, uh, trying to figure out dating a little, you know, not late in the game, but a little after the curve. Um, it's just, just a comedy of errors, man. Um, I've got, I've got a couple, most of them are innocent. Um, one, I was meeting a girl up. We met at a bar, had some food. She lived a couple blocks away from the place and we were going to continue the night. So we walk back to her place, drop her uh, carryout off, and we're walking out the door. And it's just just a reflex, man. I, I grabbed the uh, the lock on the inside of the door on the handle, and I flipped it because you know we're leaving, and it's Baltimore, and you know, stuff happens. <laughs> okay. um, so I'm walking out, and I just she looks at me, she's like, "Did you um, did you lock that door?" And I'm proud. I'm like, "Yeah, of course I locked that door. <laughs> you know that's what you're supposed to do." Right. And she just gave me the worst look. I uh, I locked this bolt out of the house because. I mean, in my defense, who doesn't carry a key to their home? 
Um, oh wow! Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we were uh, we were locked out of our house, so she ended up having to uh, sleep at my place, and I felt about as creepy as you can feel, you know, without actually trying to trap somebody. Right. Absolutely. Wow. That was uh, yeah, that was solid. But uh, one that I one that I come back to, so to, to mix in the mentals with it a little bit, uh, I just started taking um, an antidepressant for the first time, and. Okay. As somebody who hadn't really messed around with medications very much, um, I was very, very ignorant to the uh, the sexual side effects, the physical side effects. Yes, yes, yes. So, so I'm seeing this girl for a little while. Um, we, we'd talked for a while. She's around my friend group. We went on a date, went well, went back to her place, and um, nothing's working, man. <laughs> nothing's working at all. Man. Um, yeah, yeah. So that was, uh, that was less than thrilling. And then to top things off, we... Oh, we'd been out for, I mean, we met up in the afternoon, so I'm going, going probably 16 hours strong of, uh, you know, we're eating and everything like that. And I, yeah, I got to take care of my stomach at some point. I spent the night. Right, right, right. Man, I creeped out of her apartment and got into the hallway and I keeled over in the fetal position. My stomach was cramping so bad. Wow. Yeah, it was, uh, it was a real good look. Fortunately, she didn't see it, but um, we also didn't go on very many dates after that, so. That's so well. So first, go back to your first point because I know I talked about it in the lab mental. So I took I, was, I took I took medication last too, and man, <laughs> like I didn't know either. Um, like my my I, mine never got to the point where I got where I felt like everyone was kind of warning me of, but um, it was definitely times where I, where where women were ready to go, and I'm like, nah, I, I need a second. <laughs> you know what I mean? Nope. I, luckily, <clears throat> I think luckily. Because of me smoking, that kind of helps. But I think that's definitely something that's scaring to a lot of people. You know what I mean? Just to take, you know, antidepressant yeah. stuff like that. Because that I didn't think how serious it was until I started doing it. And that and that, that could be a reason not to take it in in itself. So that's why. Yeah, well, I stopped after that. I got something new. But uh, I mean, just as a young man, you know, you kind of think you're impervious to everything, and right. You know, all of a sudden, you try taking care of yourself, and uh, you're not taking care of yourself. Yeah, that's real. That's real. I'm glad you brought that up. And that, and, and that, that awkward moments on first dates, like I don't even know how I would handle <laughs> something like, man, like she'd have a friend's house to stay at. I don't know something. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, that yeah. If you if you'd have seen my face, you'd have known I didn't know how to handle it either. I mean, yeah, but people people should lock their doors. Let's put it out there right now. <laughs> put, I, put it out. I appreciate that. That's really all I was here to look for. A hundred percent. I I don't I don't I don't I wouldn't blame you. I wouldn't have blamed you for that. I would not. <laughs> all right, all right. So uh, you're the first man. Well, the first man on the podcast that I've asked this question. Um, so for you, do you believe in love at first sight, or and have you and have you ever fallen in love at first sight? If you if you do believe in it. So uh, I'm going to quickly tell you, no, I don't believe in it, but I will qualify it. Um, okay. I mean, you know, when I was when I was a little bit younger, I could walk out the door and be infatuated 15 times before I hit the end of the block. But I don't know, man. Love, I, I think love, I, I think love changes as you, you know, as you age, as you experience new things. So I think the standard for, you know, love and love at first sight when you're young, you're impressionable and you don't know a ton. I think maybe then. I think whatever love is to you, then you could probably find that on first sight until you, uh, oh, you know, open up a couple of doors and find some stuff out. But at this point, I mean, especially as we get a little older and start working into our, uh, you know, in, into our adult lives and settling down, yeah. um, now there's just so much more that goes into it. I mean, you could show me a hundred pretty faces that would be nightmares to live with just because we weren't compatible. 
and right you know it's, it's that substance that you just can't get and honestly i think once you can get past that that immediate attraction part where you know that drives most of your decision making then you can kind of get to the real stuff and that's that's where it's cool but first sight uh not for me man maybe a younger me <laughs> i got you i got you um here's one thing i'll say to that because i have been thinking about this a lot um because I, I always say that we love people. We love the wrong people all the time anyway. Like, we love people who are abusive to us. We love people who we're not compatible with, who we shouldn't be with, who we argue with all the time. Just because sometimes you're, like, sometimes, I don't say forced into a situation, but sometimes things just kind of lead to where they lead to. And then before you know it, you have feelings for that person, you know, because you looked out for them and looked yeah. out for you. So I guess, I don't know. I guess maybe, I guess maybe, maybe not, maybe not, you're not, you're not going to, I don't know. Maybe I'm just irrational. I don't know. <laughs> no, I don't think so. I think that, I think you can start to fall for somebody. I think you can have all those little triggers of, you know, you're, you get physically excited when you see somebody you you know get a little bit happy and that's nobody's fault i mean like i said there's so many layers you can't peel back until you put the time in and have those like i'm telling you man a train wreck on your first date that'll show you a bunch of stuff that'll help you uh with the first sight thing but yeah, see, so you can get those it's... here's what i'll say that though i've had some train wreck first dates and women still want to see me again <laughs> you know I mean, like, but like, I don't know if it's just the women that I date, but I've dated some women. And the dates have just not been great, and then we've been like, "Well, I'll see you," in the, or and then like, or the girl will call me on my way home. You know what I mean? Or call me the next morning and like, "Hey, what's going on? When next time I'm seeing you?" And I'm like, "Didn't we just have a bad time?" <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, Man, I so like with with a situation like that. I don't know about you, but I I get torn every time because there's a small part of me that says, "Wow." Your willingness to look past this, yes. forgive this, to understand that, that's great. I love that. Mm -hmm. And then on the other hand, I'm like, what the hell are you doing? Why do you want to be here? <laughs> right, right. 100%. 100%. I had that same little thought in my head of like, okay, are you used to train wrecks? And then you're just like, this is just normal? Or are you like, okay, maybe you see something, but you know, it's always they're used to train wrecks and they're going to yeah, be. Right, right, right. That's always. That's always that's always, always the answer. Yeah, because the other ones don't want to put up with that shit. Right, exactly, <laughs> exactly. So I, I, I need to do better. I need to, I need to do better. Thank you. I appreciate. That's what I'm let me know. I, I'm not. I'm never opposed, man, to change my views, man. I'm never opposed. Never. That's, opposed. That's growth, man. That's what uh, that's what we're supposed to be doing. I think. Uh, right, man. Exactly, man. I know we. I know we kind of go veer off a little bit here, um, but because we, I want to talk about a little because you talked about. <clears throat> You know, and you know, the, obviously depression, and then expectations, and trying to find your way. And my big thing right now, especially you know, with our everyone in our you know in our grade, pretty much is turning thirty this year or last year or whatnot. So, um, you know, I'm turning thirty, and, and it's kind of like a big thing. And I feel like I don't know. I feel like everyone, if you had, go ask a sixty year old, I don't know if there's a sixty year old that's still not finding their way. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like they may tell us like stories of what they've done and what they've been through and their successes and everything right but that's just because they live longer but i don't feel like i've ever met like a 60 year old who's just like i got it all figured out it's perfect i'm good and i've you know and whatnot and so give me your thoughts on that whole i, I love i love that man that's that. um so so living away so I've, I've always been very close with my family i live around i lived around them my you know entire life till i moved out here um mm. So getting to be at some kind of distance and then coming back for kind of the key moments has given me all the ability to see, oh, God, my parents don't know anything. Like they're, <laughs> they're patching this thing together just like I am. Uh, 
and it's cool i mean i mean it's cool it's, it's cool to get that experience and realize okay there's not like there's not something i'm missing here everybody's kind of on the same page and and i've had this theory for a while and it's been proven true time and time again you don't you don't like get you don't get older and why you get older because of the experience you're still a kid you're still very much the innocent little person you were on the inside somewhere you just get older have more experiences and learn some stuff but at no point do you just trip and fall into all the answers so i i think i think you're absolutely right i think we're always piecing it together and i think the people that say oh i'm wise and i i have the answer i think those are the ones who who who, who fell into that and i don't say trap but they fall into that thing of oh shoot we're good Okay, I don't know if or if it falls into that thing of they're like I said, so many people get did get on that thing where I got married at twenty twenty one, my wife didn't work, you know what I mean? I got a job, I have my you know I got my pension set up, so I just stayed on that. I worked my same job for thirty years, now I have my retirement. I feel like those are the only ones who like that just like you know did what they were supposed to do. Those are the only ones that feel like oh I have all the answers. All everyone else because you were always trying new things you're, you're you're gonna go and start a different business you're gonna go and you know try something you never did before so you're like again you're always gonna be a kid so um i'm glad like you said um i believe that theory has been proven right as well 100 oh yeah and if i if i had a time machine and go back and do anything all that i would do is go back and slap myself when i was younger because i was very very much the oh i've got the answers i understand this stuff i know what's going on here Man. every year it's a little bit less <laughs> every year I, every year i feel like i, I, I was how to learn this one every year but every year i feel like because i feel like i'm growing i feel like i meet somebody that's making me that takes me to a new world that i didn't even know was existed you know what i mean yep. and i feel like every time i do that it just feels like i don't know i feel like i feel like i've become i don't know smarter or just stronger or even though i'm dumber you know what i mean i just feel like I've, i feel like i've learned something that i didn't even know i didn't know so i don't know like so yeah, yeah. That's it. That's 100%. I, I think as soon as you can embrace the fact that you don't know anything and everything is something to learn, then you're probably as grown as you're ever going to be right there. Mm. And, and everything else is just new experience and new lessons. I agree. I agree. 100%. 100%. All right, man. I love it. I love it. All right. Um. So I know you said you were in a long six-year relationship. Um. So I know those can be tough. <laughs> can be tough. I mean, that's a long, that's a long period of your life. Even though, even though we're only thirty, I mean, you're looking at what? That's a what one fifth of your life with one person and a half of your adult life. So, um, we definitely learned a lot from our long term relationships. What would you say would be the most important thing, or a few different things? I mean, how much did you got and what you learned from your longest relationship? So yeah, so like I said, six years uh, was my longest relationship, and. I got to tell you, I mean, I think duration, what it taught me more than anything is just a, a love isn't enough and not in, not in like a corny sense, but it isn't like you, especially when you're younger and you find that love. And like we were saying earlier, how, you know, your, your definition of love evolves with time. That takes a lot less to get that love in the first place. And as time goes on, you kind of realize all the different areas of your life you need to be actively participating in and checking in on and working on and growing with um so you know to the second point and kind of connects nicely to both your podcasts it, your mental health I, that is the biggest thing that i learned in a long long relationship was if you aren't taking care of yourself it doesn't matter how much you care for the other person you can't you, you don't really you don't get that extra capacity if you're not uh, healthy on your own so that's that was that was my I think that's my biggest long relationship takeaway. And I think, honestly, everything after that 
um, you know, up until what I'm in now and, uh, took a very long time to get here and the very hard earned road, but, uh, they were, they were shorter after that. They were shorter because you kind of realize, you know, if things are missing or whatever, you kind of move on, you cut your, cut your losses and you move on. 100%. So let me ask you this. What, what are some of those things that were, that, that you were maybe allowing or, you know, that were going on in the previous relationship that you would never allow to happen now that, you know, you just, that you, that you learned from? Um, well, from my own perspective, it, my own uh, my own lack of kind of self care. Uh, that's you don't realize the weight that you're putting on somebody else. Um, mm. You know, particularly when you're you're feeling pretty heavily weighed down too. You don't realize that somebody else is looking to you for, you know, for part of their joy, for part of their support, for part of this and that, uh, and and you find yourself lacking. Um, so that's that's something that, and you know. And my girlfriend today, she's uh, she's an angel and she's very patient with me. But <laughs> That's it's very much a work in progress, man. Um, taking care of that is she'll let me know if I'm slipping up a little bit and not in a not in a demeaning way. Just um, you know, hey, hey, you doing all right? You checking in with yourself? You. So that's that's big. I don't think that could ever slip. But aside from that, the uh, the stagnancy. You know, you ever get in one of those relationships where you get into a nice, comfortable groove, and all of a sudden you're comfortable all the time, and then not only you kind of stop having the experiences you want to be having and kind of forget how you got there. Right. That's that kind of stuff. So um, I want to go, I want to, there's a couple of things. I I just lost the one point I had, but I want to go back to this um, with, uh, I know, especially now with our, I feel like the big thing everyone keeps talking about is just, you know, what they're expecting from their woman or husband, mainly from man perspective. Like I need a man that's going to, um, you know, have all the money or from a man where I need a woman who's going to do this and do this and do that. And it's all that stuff that we were taught that we needed from our, you know, from, from youth. But I think as we get, again, as we get to our age, we understand that most of that stuff doesn't really matter. Like we can figure out money, you know, we can figure out, you know, work and we can figure out, you know, who's going to, you know, who's going to cook dinner. You know, we can figure all that stuff out. We don't have to, I don't have to, we don't have to have a specific role for that. But I, one thing we can't figure out is who's going to look out for me, like you said, and make sure that I'm taking care of myself. And I got one of my best friends. He just told me the other day, um, he's like, man, I spent, I just told him, he said, he told his, told, told his wife, like, I spent so much time, you know, um, you know, working on us, which is great, but now I'm going to take some time for me. You know, I think even in the relationships, you have to do that. You have to take some time to be like, hey, I got to take, you know, a year and I want to focus on some of my goals and some of the things that I want to do. And I think not enough people do that in relationships or have enough trust to let the other person go and have their life in the relationship and then be, you know, trust that they're going to come back at, at the same time. I, I agree with that. And I think part of it is uh, just, you know, the, it's the precedent that you set off the rip. You know, if you are full go all the time, all relationship, all day, every day, it's fantastic, but, you know, clearly not sustainable. And as soon as you then want to change your direction a little bit, you know, then you're sending a different message. You're saying, hey, that stuff that we were doing that you were happy with, that was okay, but now it can't be okay. And, you know, some people can take that in stride and say, I understand you have needs and we got to hit those too. And other people can be intimidated by that. You know, they can be thrown off by you changing up the game last second, they could take it and put it on themselves and not, you know, they could hear you saying it's for me, but you know, they, they might not be really thinking that they might be thinking something else is there. That's right. But change. Right. That, that's why I think, like you said, you said, go back to that, that having that conversation. I don't think enough people 
like the first couple we had on Cam and Amanda, I want to have them back on because they're 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 getting ready to get married. They've been together for three years. They're getting ready to get married, and they she just posted about how they're studying for marriage. Um, and I don't think enough people do that. You know, enough people sit down and say, "Hey, you know, I may, you know, if this does happen, what, what, you know, what what would be your what would be the response? Or if I start doing these things, or what are your, you know." 10 years from now, what do you want to do? Because so many people get in a relationship and they're just in the butterflies and they're just in the, everything's great and everything's great. And then five years in, they never, they realized five years ago, they never talked about how many kids are we going to have or where we're going to live or, you know, or if, if I do want to go work for myself or I do want to work the same job or whatnot. So I think it goes back to having that initial conversation up front to where if you study those things with each other and make sure you guys are on the same page and talk about them beforehand, because, you know, just having that conversation will start a blow up, you know what I mean? Or right. you're, you're going to have a great conversation. I think from that point, then we know, if, you know, at, at that point. So definitely, definitely. All right, man. Um, I like that. I like that. I, I'm mad I forgot the other point you said about the relationship. I want to get back to it, but I forgot. I can't remember. Dang it. Um, all right. All right. Um, so <laughs> anything else that. that you learned uh, from the relationship or anything else you want to top it off before we finish it up, wrap it up here? Um. Nothing really, man. Just uh, take care of yourselves. Take care of yourself and uh, take care of who you're with and just always be open and honest. Mm, gotcha. Gotcha. All right. If I can ask you one last thing, man, what's uh, what's uh, something what's something that you do that you think not enough people do in regards to, I don't know, just everyday life? I don't know, whether it's eating something, doing a certain stretch or working out or, <laughs> I don't know, playing a video game. What's something out there you think more people should get into and or start doing or something. I don't know anything like that. I am uh, I am terrible with my habits. Let me let me start there. So I uh, take everything with a grain of salt. But oh, me too, man. Me too. It, it's, it's all about yeah. it's, all, it's all about just throwing it out there, saying we're trying to get it right. Yeah, that see, that's the thing. You know, you get you get a little older, you realize all that stuff you weren't doing is probably a little important. But um, if you need time for stuff, if you need time for you, if you need time to prioritize certain things, exercise, yeah, you know, whatever it is that gets you going, whatever fills those boxes for you. Yeah, just assert that you need that time. Yeah, make time for that. Really put it in your schedule and dedicate yourself to it because you always put that kind of stuff off till later and you find out that later just gets filled with other stuff. And it uh it happens quick. So, you know, that that's been a big point of emphasis for me lately is just really carve out my time and be purposeful with it. I like that, man. I like it. Carve it out. That's one thing. I, just, I think my, yes, again, one of my friends told me that same thing. Take 30 minutes a day. Start there and then yeah. add a minutes a day. 100%. All right, man. I appreciate it. This was dope. Um All right, man. I hope you guys enjoyed that interview. Uh, it's always great doing this, man. Getting to talk to people I haven't talked to in a long time. Um, Bess is amazing. His story is amazing. Everything we talked about um, from the mental health to everything else, man, was just <laughs> was just dope. Um, so I hope you guys really appreciate it. Um, uh, that that conversation things that we went over because uh i can't wait to talk to him more man really i really really can't uh best is an amazing person i knew that years ago so nothing has even changed man so that's really really dope um all right man that's it man um i'm gonna be honest with you guys man i don't know uh what's gonna happen next week quite yet um got a lot of things going on um don't know exactly what direction the podcast is going to go right now. I do want to keep doing the interviews. I have a couple of them, a few of them, shoot, a lot of them lined up. Um, but I'll keep you guys updated, man, on the lab Instagram page at the lab podcast for any questions, updates and what's going on. Um, I might take a look. I might take a month off. I might take a week off. I might. I don't know yet. Um, I might just keep going. <laughs> so I'll let you guys know next week, man. As always, man, I love you guys. 
Um, May is Mental Health Awareness Month. So as always, take care of yourself, love yourself, find something today um, that you can do that will make you truly happy. Um, That's all I got, man. As always, man, take care of yourself and love yourself.